and welcome to episode 41 of Fish Across the Pond, a Miami Marlins UK podcast. I'm your special introducer, Sophia Pratt, and your host for today's show is Rob Newell. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 41 of Fish Across the Pond, a UK Miami Marlins podcast. I am your host, Rob Newell, and joining me in splendid isolation are the usual crew. First up, despite missing out on the uh, cancelled WrestleMania trip, this man is spending the long days pumping iron. At this rate, he'll be called up for the Royal Rumble. It's Lee Dobbs. How are you, Lee? Yeah, I am, you know, as good as can be. <laughs> not quite, not quite, you know, you know, as good as normal, but <laughs> I'm here, so, so, surviving. Uh, that's good. Well, second up um, in the batter's box, one of our two top interviewers. And when he's not interviewing everybody in the Miami Heat world, uh, this man is also super, super busy with his Vice Fits t-shirts. It's Dan Healy. How are you, Dan? Yes, I'm very, very well, as uh, as well as it can be. I've just actually realised I would have touched down in Miami about 15 minutes ago. But um, but never mind, I'm here with you boys, so uh, I can't complain. Just as good, isn't it? Well, maybe not. And finally, uh, as we record these podcasts, we can see each other. And 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 looking at uh, Pete Pratt at the moment, he is dressed head to toe in Tommy Evald's gear: cowboy boots, <laughs> the stirrups. I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna ride on him. Let's cut that. <laughs> How are you, Pete? Hey, I'm doing well. I'm doing well, boys. Good to talk. Rob, I'm loving the intros, mate. This this is officially it. The handing over of the keys full-time. Rob Newell now is the man. It's his podcast. Oh, I've gone too far now. I think I might have to hand that back to you next time round. But uh, anyway, hopefully soon we will be having some baseball. But obviously, as we know, there is no baseball. Uh, it, the season is temporarily postponed. But... What we're going to try and do is, despite all the troubles and concerns, we're going to try and lift the spirit somewhat with a fun podcast. And the way we're going to do this is we're going to try and build the ultimate Jeter era dynasty team. So what that really means is that since Derek Jeter and Bruce Sherman took over the franchise, we're going to look through all the players that have passed through Miami at that time, included players that have been traded or released, and look for what could be the ultimate team. And we're going to go through um, all the batters, the pitchers, um, and then from that, try and select 26 players. Out of that 26 players, we're using the set MLB rule, so maximum of 13 pitchers, to try and get down to that 26. And I think it's going to be a bit more difficult than it, than it first looks. So everybody in front of them has got a list of all the players in each position. And what we're going to do, we're going to start in the infield. Uh, we're going to talk about each position in the infield and then the outfield and then pitching and go around one each and try and select whether it be one, two or even more players from that position, 
however we see fit, and then try and get it down to the 26. Okay, so what we're going to do, we start off in first base, and what I'm going to do, I'm going to read out a list of players, I'm going to quickly go around, and I want you all to select one or maybe two players from that list that you think should be in this 26-man team. So those are Garrett Cooper, Justin Bohr, Peter O'Brien, Neil Walker, Lewin Diaz, and Jesus Aguiar. So we'll start with you, Lee. Yeah. Watch your pronunciations. <laughs> I went with Justin Bohr to be our, our first baseman. And I don't think I had any others, actually. Cooper I did have in there as well. Okay. So why did he go for Justin Bohr? Well, so the ones, obviously, he didn't play last season. In the 2018 season, he actually did, did you know, quite well, actually. 19 home runs in in, in just 112 games. And you know, so, so, so that, that was impressive. Also, obviously, what he did before you know, you know, the, you know, the 2018 season as well help, you know, helps his case as well. And obviously, since then, we've not really had anyone. I mean, last year, it was like, you know, up and down, down with play players. So, yeah, ball, ball for me. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I think we've missed Bohr. Um, he was in the home run derby as well, wasn't he? I think yeah. it was the 2017 season. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, Dan, uh, what, what do you think? Yeah, I had um, I had the same. I had Bohr. Um, I think we have missed him. I think we have. And uh, it, from when my, my first season supporting Miami, as I said, this is only my third year supporting Miami. So, and he was one of my... Um, one of my standout players in my first year supporting him. So I've got a bit of a soft spot for, for Justin Bohr. And then, yeah, I had, I had Cooper as well. So I had both of them in. Um, yeah, I think that's, um, I think that's the sensible choice, those two. So the advantage of having Cooper is, of course, he can play not only first base, but also in the outfield as well. So this yeah. might help where we're trying to squeeze down to the 26 later on. Pete, um, do you agree? And also, what about, we've got a bit of a wild card in there in, in Lewin Diaz. So, who we haven't seen yet. So, how do you pick between someone who you've seen and performed very well to get someone who could be very good? There's the question. I, I also, just in advance of this, I, I had JB inked in at first base. So, I'm you know, full house. There's a few reasons why. Loves donuts. And in reality, looks a little bit like Lee Dobbs, if I'm completely <laughs> honest. <laughs> There's some similarities there when I when I see a bit, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same same hairstyle, I'm sure. I'll, I'll take as <laughs> um, okay. you know, that was the main those are the main reasons. I, I, I think the theme the question you've asked, Rob, is a is a really good one because we're gonna have this dilemma a few times, pretty much every time on this podcast, is how do you make a choice on what you've seen historically and what we think you can see in the future. We know the farm stacks. So pretty much every position will have this dilemma. For me, I want someone who's fun. I want a fun man in the clubhouse. I want a donut guy. And I want someone who looks like Lee Dobbs. Get him in there. He's vice captain for me. Well, there we go. I think that, I think that is the, the summing up evidence we needed. It is, uh, it's Justin Bohr and we've got an asterisk next to Garrett Cooper. Um, so second base, I think we can do this one fairly quickly. Our choice is a bit more limited. There's Ezon Diaz, uh, Stalin Castro, Jonathan VR. We've also got the John Bertie option, who go, who we've kind of got down the bottom of our list as a kind of a utility player. Um, 
And uh, uh, the other one, just to, to take note when we're talking about first base, is Derek Dietrich also played in first base. But we're mainly kind of considering him as a utility outfield infield player. So just keep him in mind as well. But for second base, is Stalin uh, a lock or is it Jonathan VR, considering we haven't seen him yet, Lee? Uh, Castro for me. I, I have got VR as my sort of uh, bench player, you know, if you like. They say it's hard. I mean, you can't really go go against Castro for me. But VR, so you wait to see what see what he brings. But yeah, you know, he's on my bench. So Dan, um, obviously, Stalin had an amazing uh, end of the season last year. Is he your man as well for second base? Yeah, absolute lock is Stalin. He was um, he was our best player by far at the end of last season. Um, yeah, there's there's no alternative. I'm, I I have got lightly. I've got VR as well um, as my bench player. Um, I can only go by what we know about him because we've got no uh, sample size of it yet. Um, so he's on my bench. I'm, I'm looking forward to to watching him when it does get started. But absolutely a lock at second base is Stalin the Marlin. And and Pete. Is that the same with you, or is because VR is now supposed to be our our best option now for the Marlins going forwards? He'll he'll make the twenty six VR, no doubt about this. I'm not sure where he's going to play, so I'm going to save a utility spot for for VR maybe in this in this roster. I think this podcast it'll be interesting when we look back and review this in a year's time. That'll be the key to this one. Is Isan Diaz going to kick on and become a superstar, or is is it going to seriously fizzle and we just see VR? I don't know. That's that's time will tell. But I think for now, knowing what we know now, I'm putting Stalin the Marlin there at second base. Okay. Now moving on it's to third base. Yeah. Uh, moving on to third base. Basically, we have only really two options in Brian Anderson and Martin Prado. Yes. <laughs> We've seen John Bertie there. We've seen a few other uh, players playing in that that position from time to time. Um, but it's been mainly those two. Are we all in agreement? Uh, Brian Anderson's there, or is it an outfield? Yeah, he hold away at yeah. three for me. Yeah. Yep, okay. Well, that one was an easy one. <laughs> the other one that could be an easy one is the catcher position as well. Um, so um, if we just go on to that one... Um, are we saying in that one our options are Brian Holiday, Chad Wallach, JT Real Muto, uh, Jorge Alfaro, Tyler Heinemann, the amazing Wilkin Castillo, uh, Francisco Savelli, and Ryan Lavarmway? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we've had that many. Bloody yes. hell, we've had a lot of captures. So we agreed Wilkin Castillo all the way around, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's inked in inked in I mean four year batting you know four year hitting cycle wasn't it or whatever it was <laughs> 10 years or something something like that was like yeah, 10, 11 was. years yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, but, I'm inking JT in he is he is and he was and is the best catcher in baseball and remains so now he's inked in for me yeah I, I, I do have Alfaro just you know on the bench, bench as well bench. but, but I love, you know Yep. A backup catcher. I mean, and, and and he did have a good, you know, season last year with with with, with some ups and downs. But yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you can't really go against JT. 
Yeah, JT for me too. I think he was one, probably one of the first um, things that when I was started watching baseball, that actually made my mouth drop open with just how quick he was, um, you know, hitting that second base for trying to get, get people to catch him stealing. It was just lightning, not something I've never seen. But I do also like um, Lee. I, I have Alfaro on my bench just because he's such a dude. I just, I, I, I love Alfaro. He's, he's such a great clubhouse guy. And they're both in for me. But yes, without a doubt, Real Muto as catcher. Okay, brilliant. So, moving on to shortstop, and I've left this one to last because um, of its effect, really, on the utility position. So, shortstop's been a bit of a funny position for the Marlins over the over recent years, and we've not really had anybody taking the mantle in that position until Miggy Rojas really did it last season. So, apart from Miggy Rowe, you've got JT Riddle, you've got Jazz Chisholm as well. So, you've got someone who is supposed to be, you know, that are next shortstop, really. Um, now, I know there's quite a few other prospects that we've got coming through in shortstop, but I haven't included them so far. Um, just left Jazz as the, the number one prospect there. Um, but you've also got other options in there, like uh, who, have, who have played at shortstop, like John Bertie. So, shortstop, Lee, is Mickey Rowe your lock? And do you have Bertie on your bench too? Yeah, to both. <laughs> I mean, Bertie, you know, obviously he plays everywhere and his speed, you know, is good. So, you know, he's on the team, but Miggy Rowe, for me, the lock as shortstop. Okay. Is that the same for you, Dan? Yeah. How can we have a friend of the show, Miggy Rowe? <laughs> not not there at shortstop is uh yeah without a doubt um i have got bertie as well on my bench just because as lee said how can you not have him he can play anywhere um but i've also a little bit controversial is I, i'm gonna have I'm, I'm pinning in jazz as well just because i think he's our be- i think he is our best prospect so i'm really really i'm more excited to see jazz now than anyone else so uh he's in as my wild card controversial spot but yes, um, I obviously starting short stuff is Miggy, without a doubt. Love it. Pete, your mate? Love, wow. <laughs> you know the drill. I mean, he listens to the pod now. He feeds back every week. So, Miggy, you are in. Uh, I do think, and just the caveat to that, Jazz Chisholm, production-wise, will, will probably exceed Miggy's production um, within a year. And so, Jazz looks like a superstar to me. I'm like like Dan. I'm so excited. But for for right now, Miggy Rowe is inked in. Has to be El Capitan. Um, the Birdman is on the bench without fail. He is the ultimate utility guy with speed. It, perfect. Jazz Chisholm. Let's come back to that one. He wasn't on my bench, but maybe he should be. So let's let's circle back on that one later. So this is interesting. So we've kind of blitzed through the infield quite quickly because this is the area which is. More simple because unfortunately we've been very weak in the infield, and this is one of the reasons why they've strengthened so much with VR and Aguiar and and brought in like Luis Diaz and 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 Chisholm. and um, uh, so that's that's obviously this was going to be the easier point. But just out of our twenty six, we've already got ten places filmed filled if you include Jazz. So. This is now starting to squeeze a bit because if you think about it, we could have up 13 pitchers and that only leaves three outfielders. So it's going to be a bit tough. So Jazz can play outfield as well, can't he? 
Well, this is this is where you get the flexibility with with players like John Bertie um, and Brian Anderson and Garrett Cooper. So, so now what I will now do uh, and hold on, listeners, because this is a long list. I'm going to go through everybody who's played in the outfield uh, that doesn't include uh, Garrett Cooper, John Bertie, uh, or Brian Anderson, uh, and there is a lot of chaff put this way to. Uh, to, to remove, to, to reveal the weeks underneath. Um, so it is Devon Marrero, Curtis Granderson, Austin Dean, Braxton Lee, Cameron Maybin, Cesar Puello, uh, Isaac Galloway, uh, JB Shuck, remember him, uh, Lewis Brinson, uh, Magnari Sierra, Rafael Ortega, Rossell Herrera, Harold Ramirez, Corey Dickerson, Monty Harrison, Matt Joyce, and Jesus Sanchez. <gasps> so, <laughs> the thing is with that outfield, you've got to select three players and you've got to have backup. So, how have you approached this, Lee? <laughs> Toughly. You know, oh, this was probably the three that I struggled with the most, if I'm honest. So, I went with... Hold, hold on a sec. Oh. Are we... Sorry, mate. Have, have we missed a couple? Or oh no, hold on. You got them in utilities. You were mentioned Dietrich earlier. Yeah. So the, so let's 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 tidy that one up then. So in utility, I had you, Derek Dietrich, Christopher Bostic, uh, John Bertie, uh, Thomas Talis, and Yadiel Rivera. Um, not sure we really need a, a, a pinch runner in our 26 uh, with, with Yaddy. Um, but uh, out of that lot, really, John Bertie and, and Didi are your, your potential two that can play anywhere. So, um, yeah. So, Lee, who have you selected? I went with Dietrich as, as one. Wow. Corey Dickerson as one of them. Yeah, based on what we hope he's going to do. And Harold Ramirez, I was really struggling <laughs> with who to put in here. And obviously, I've got Cooper on the bench as well, who can fill in. Yeah, and obviously, my Brian Anderson was yeah, it was someone who I, I did actually have you know, you know, in the outfield as well at one point before I I, I you know, like you know, put him back at third because I mean we've all had it's all just nothingness really to we've had in there. I mean, hopefully, we can have Brinson in there. You know, like. In a year's time, but for now, I I just just couldn't put him in. So yeah, I, yeah. So Dickerson, Dietrich, and Ramirez were my three. So uh, that makes sense because you've got uh, a good sort of left, right, middle sort of combination yeah. there. So that makes a lot of sense. Dan, uh, some big names that that Lee has left out there, like Brinson, Monte Harrison, Matt Joyce. Uh, how do how does your three and others line up? Well, I struggled with the same four um, that Lee's just mentioned there, and he cut Lewis there out of those four. Um, I've gone, oh, I've gone Dickerson and I've gone Ramirez, but I've gone with Brinson over Dietz, so I'm leaving out Dietz, which is tough. This is tough. I think I'm going to get overruled. <laughs> so, so round to you, Pete. Um, I'm assuming your three you've got in at the moment involve Curtis Granderson, JB Shuck, and uh, Rossell Herrera. You should never assume in life, Rob <laughs> Newell. You know this. <laughs> you know this. I actually had 
Devon Marrero. I had Christopher Bostick, who I've never heard of before. <laughs> I, I cannot remember Christopher Bostick at all. And remind me, Thomas Talese, was he like a kind of chunky first baseman? He was a first baseman stroke catcher. Yeah, he was yeah. Off a catcher, yeah. Catcher, was he right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, just when you went, I got to be fair, let's, let's just summarize this briefly. When you went through the list, I was there wishing that Dan Healy was reading the list. <laughs> it would have added so much to this if Dan had to read that whole thing. <laughs> and there'd have been a shot for every mispronounced name. He would have been absolutely oh, well, It would have been a shambles. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have been dead. Um, anyway, back to topic, guys. Conscious of time for, for, for everyone here. I can ramble on. The three that I wrote down, I'm not going to be influenced by you guys. So the three I wrote down in advance, I had Corey Dickerson in there. We haven't seen him play for us, but my main reason is I've been playing the show this week uh, <laughs> on PlayStation and Dickerson has been a monster. So I've applied the logic that he will do that in real life. So Dickerson's in. Um, I also, I, I was surprised when I wrote this name down, I thought you guys won't go there, but you all have. Double D, the deep man. I, I absolutely love Dietz. His biceps, he was a handsome chap. His lean, his pimping of home runs. I mean, what was not to like about the deep man? Then he sparked full-blown riots in, in, in Cincinnati and, you know, top guy. So he's in. He has to be in. Um, and, of course, there's, you know, I've got to have the, the, the main man, Lewis Brinson, in there as well, of course. So I've got Dickerson, Brinson, Derek Dietrich. John Birdie's on the bench, as I've, I think we already mentioned anyway. I also had Cooper Loop on the bench as well. I also had Jonathan VR on the bench. So I've guessed you've got three extra outfielders there if you need. I think yeah. that's how we played it. Okay, we've done... That was easier than I thought it was. I thought there was going to be a little bit more uh, we've issues had a lot here. Of shit. We've had uh, a lot of shit that was easy to rule out quick. <laughs> We're at 14 players at the moment. So if you added the 13, um, obviously we'd, we'd be going over our 26. So... Um, that is kind of where we're sitting with our uh, batting at the moment. We've got those 14 players in there, and I'll just run through them as it stands, what we've selected, and we'll have to come back to this. Catcher, JT Real Muto, with Jorge Alfaro as his backup. First base, we have Justin Bohr. Second base, Starling Castro. Miguel Rojas as uh, shortstop. Brian Anderson at third base. Uh, then we have in the outfield, we have Dietrich, Dickerson, Ramirez and Brinson. The other backup players we have are Garrett Cooper and Jonathan VR, uh, John Bertie and Jazz Chisholm. So that is our 14. And I think that looks uh, pretty dangerous if we had that. I think I'd be uh, really revising our predictions uh, for whenever this season recommences with that lineup. Oh, Lord. That, oh, Lord. Now, <laughs> and I've only had half a beer um, and, and this is fantasy um, anyway this brings us on to the pitching now uh, uh, Dan could read these ones out if you want no chance <laughs> right, okay. I, I, I was uh, looking forward to you saying Drissamar uh, de Spagne um, but anyway um, <laughs> so, 
what I've done here is I've split the, the pitching into start pitching and release pitching. Now, uh, there are players that swap over over the years. So take an Adam Conley, started off as a, as a starting pitcher. He's now a reliever. But most of this career during the Jeter era, he's been a reliever. Uh, and Wei Yin Chen on the other side has been a bit of both, but he was mainly a starting pitcher. So that's how I've judged. In regards to how many pitches we've got, Let's try and fill the 13. Obviously, you've got to be a bit careful how many starting pitches you've got. You normally have a rotation of five. You want to kind of keep one or two hanging about just in case who might be able to do a bit of relief and a bit of starting pitching. So this is a bit more difficult. Mm -hmm. But what I will do is I'll go through the starting pitching. I'll go... Okay, and we'll stop there because otherwise there's just too many names for everybody to, to process. <laughs> Pick a few out of there. We'll go through the relief pitching and then fill the gaps. So the starting pitching we have is Caleb Smith, Dan Straley, Dylan Peters, remember him? Alicia Hernandez, the uh, MVP, Hector Nuesi, Jordan Yamamoto, Jose Urania, Pablo Lopez, Robert Ducker. I should do bingo with this voice. <laughs> Sandy Alcantara, Trevor Richards. Wei-Yin Chen, Zach Gallen. Oh, I get tears when I hear that name. Uh, Edward Carrera, Jose Guzman, Jordan Holloway, Humberto, Humberto Mejia, uh, Nick Nidert, and Sixto Sanchez. So we've got quite a lot of prospects in there to probably weed out. So um, in regards to this, just to give Lee a bit of a break, I'm going to go in reverse. So... Uh, Pete, starting with you, where have you gone with the pitching? Ooh, I, I, my rotation. So I've got a five-man rotation. And a, a couple of the starting pitchers you've mentioned, I've shuffled down into relief roles. So maybe we'll get to them later. But my five coming out of the gate is Caleb, Pablo, and Sandy. I mean, of course. The question then is the other two. And I have gone... Your tears in the rain, man, Zach Gallen. And I've also gone, well, we have to, Rose Urinha. So that's my that's my five. So I've I've left off there Sixto and Eddie Cabrera. I guess they're the main the main guys that I've left off right now. And it's only because uh, I guess it comes back to that first point, the first base question you asked. I haven't seen them, don't know, so much risk and prospects, and you just never know. So if I had to build a rotation right now, those are the guys. Ask me in a year, it'll probably look very, very different. Interesting enough, that was pretty much what my my five looked like. Um, Dan, what, did you have anything different? Uh, I had um, Caleb, Sandy, Pablo, Jose, and Yamamoto. Good, good shout. Mm. So yep. any reason why you've gone Yams over Zach Gallen? Only because, I mean, Zach just, he, he was, um, he was electric for such a, such a sweet but short time. Mm. Um, but uh, the volcano excites me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so um, I, I think that again, it, the, the, the the start that Yams made, um, I know he tailed off a little bit. I think that was always going to happen, uh, the regression uh, there that after his electric start. 
but um, I'm really, really interested to see if he can if he can get those levels back because uh, if he can, then wow! I mean, what prospects there? It's a good point there, Lee. Um, did how does your rotation look? And in regards to that rotation, no six stone. No, I had the same five as Pete did, uh, and then I, I say I've got a couple in the bullpen as well. You know, if you have for full up, full up reserve, which does have yams in it as well. Me too. Uh, yeah, I, I think that five was probably our strongest five for me. So on that basis, then. Um, let's go through the relief pictures, and I do apologise to all the listeners again. There are some names in here you've completely forgotten about, and so had we. Um, and so I'll go through it as quickly as possible. Um, Adam Conley, Austin Bryce, Ben Meyer, the you know just the the baseball was, god that is Brad Ziegler. Who um, was Ben Meyer? Who was that? <laughs> yeah, he, he did come up for a relief pitching not last year, the season before, I think. I, to be honest with you, I didn't look him up because I didn't include him in my... <laughs> um, Brett Graves, <laughs> who's still still about somewhere. Uh, Brian Moran, who struck out his brother. Mm. Um, uh, we've got Brian Holiday in there as a relief pitcher because he saw that, yeah. <laughs> <It's just laughs> um, The once brilliant prospect, but then permanently injured, Chris O'Grady. Uh, Drew Ruxinski, uh Drew Steckenrider. Jacob Turner, well, I remember back in the day that he was a, a top prospect at one point. Uh, Harlan the Marlin Garcia, uh, Javi Guerra, uh, Jeff Brigham, uh, Jose Cuidada, uh, your favourite, Dan, Josh Smith. <laughs> uh, I, I would, I'd assume he's a lock in uh, Junichi uh, Tozawa. Um, uh, Carl Barraclough, um, Kyle Keller, Mirandi Gonzalez. He was supposed to be a really big prospect. Where did he go? I, I, I really don't know. Well, actually, we're supposed to be doing a Marlins podcast. Maybe we should, but uh, <laughs> these names just pop up and you think, oh, I've forgotten about him. Uh, Nick Anderson, obviously incredible. Uh, Nick Whitgren, also very good. Adrissima Despagne, the, the veteran. Uh, Ryan Stanek, Sergio Romo. Uh, the, uh, the human firework, uh, Taylor Guerrero. Tyler Cloyd, who uh, unfortunately is probably one of the worst pitchers I've seen for the Marlins. Uh, Tyler Kinley, uh, Yimmy Garcia, uh, Brandon Kitzler, Sterling Sharp, and Stephen Tarpley. So the the, the later additions there at the end. Right. If, if everybody is, hasn't fallen asleep after me reading out those list of names, no, that's that's too comical. That list. I mean, that is that is a list. So how do you select your relief pictures from that, Pete? <laughs> we can't. <laughs> Excellent question. Let's let's start with what we know. This is always the thing, isn't it? Go go get the inked in guy straight away. I had Yamamoto inked in because he he didn't quite crack the rotation for me. So Yams was in. Nick Anderson has to be in because he's one of the best relievers in baseball right now. We haven't said that on a Marlins of a Marlins player for a long time. So those were inked. Yeah, after that, I ran out of ink, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Leave it at that. Yeah, I, I mean, let, the guys, so I'll run through here. So when you think of a bullpen construction, what do we need? We need, some days it's going to go wonky. We need some middle relief, some long relief guys. So I, I looked at that and thought, right, who, who fits that profile? 
Yams could do that job, perhaps. Also, I fired in there to Spanier. I put him in there on my list. Purely, purely because it was that day where he came in in relief at like 2 a.m. in a game that won 58 innings. And then he started the, the same day. He ended up making two appearances the same day. And I was like, that is awesome. Love that. So Despagne makes it for me. Um, I don't know how, but he, uh, but he has. As, as a specialist middle reliever, as well as Yams. <clears throat> then I look at, who else have we had? Ziggler, top pitcher. Top pitcher, Zig, just not a closer. Couldn't close the door. So, but he's on the list. Zig was in. Romo last year was awesome. Top character. He's got to be in for me. I then had another guy who was awesome pre-All-Star break and then absolutely fell apart, which is the Bear Claw. I thought he, he had a real spell where he was he was top draw and we just missed we missed the deadline on him. Um, I've then got Stanek in because I think he should be good. And then rounding off my bullpen, you joked at this, but I ran out of names. So I've ended up with the guy who had the the, the least amount of hits and blown saves and earned runs last season. It was Brian Holiday. He's in there. <laughs> <laughs> He's made it. So, so go- Just to remind you, I've got Zig, Nick Anderson, Romo, Despagne, Bearclaw, Ryan Stanek, Yamamoto, and Brian Holiday. Okay. Also, so- it's catcher. So if we're struggling for, for position issues, then... You've got Holiday in there as the backup catcher and the reliever. Okay, yes. Um, right, so I'm just adding these into the lists now. Um, so just to confirm that again, um, Pete, so we've got Nick Anderson, Adrissima Despagne, Romo, Stanek, Ziggler, Holiday, and Baraclaw. That's right. Did you get Yams? Oh, and Yamamoto, yes. Yep, yep. I got that. I knew I had one missing. So, uh, Dan, any any additions on that? Um, I had I had Kinsler as well. So that's it. But I don't know how how many positions we've got less available. But that's the only other name that I would throw in. I, I had the same. Yeah, um, but I, I I don't know which one I missed off. But I had Kinsler as well. Probably you didn't have Holiday, I'd assume. Yeah, that's probably the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. So I'm not sure how we're how we're set for positions. How many have we got? How many spaces have we got left? Well, we've, we've... Anybody else in that list you like the look of? See, I I went slightly di- slightly different. That's probably a few, a, good. a few different names. <laughs> I've got Harlan the Marlin, who, yeah. who was really really good last year, and I really am am, am surprised that that, that you know, he's gone. I had Nick Whitgren, who was really good in 2018, and Kinsler I had as well. Yamamoto, I had Sixto as a bullpen piece, someone who will start in a pen and then then you know, you know, go in, in, into the rotation. And I had one real shock that was just based on what he did for the Marlins, not what he did last year for wherever he was. <laughs> Dan Straley. <laughs> yeah, he had a good year in, in, 
in 2018. So he, so he made my team because there was no one else. Okay. Uh, what he did for the Marvel. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I I think he's gone over to either Japan or Korea now, hasn't he? Uh, With Justin Ball. Um, So, uh, yeah, he had obviously a bit of a disaster last year. Um, Good shout on Harlan Garcia. So it's Harlan Garcia, Nick Whitgren, uh, Sixto Sanchez and Dan Straley. Um, anyone else uh, you would add? Uh, just just one quick flick round. Anybody else you add to that list? Are we are we there now in regards to that entire squad? Before we now quickly flick through it. No, no thanks. All good. Right. Okay. So we've got the problem. We've got seventeen people in pitching, and we've got to now get that down. We are down to at least thirteen, and then potentially lose one of the bats as well. So I, we assume Caleb. Uh, Pablo, Sandy, Zach, and Urania and Yamamoto are definitely locks. Yeah, locks. and if that's the case, I think Nick Anderson definitely is as well. Yeah, uh, I think Sergio Romo definitely is as well. Yep. Um, then with the others, from my perspective, I think you're looking at. I, I think Adrissima Despagne might have to go from that list. I think I'm not so sure about him. The other Agreed. one. Uh, is obviously Brian Holiday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's uh, the, the the name that is kind of uh, uh, oh, the other one. I'm, I'm afraid uh, um, Lee, we're going to have to get rid of Dan Straley as well. Um, I think it's just too much of a liability. Um, I, I think I agree with Harlan and Nick Whitgren. I think that that sounds pretty good as well. And I think leaving out Sixto would be a bit of a mistake too. But we do have that thing. We haven't got Yemi Garcia in there either. Um, you know, so we do have some good names in there. But if we get rid of uh, 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 De uh unfortunately, um, and that would then leave us uh, with a total of, it says, uh, 15 players still. So we've still got to get rid of two out of Stanek, Ziegler, Barraclough and Kinsler. Who do we cut? Probably the bear claw is up there for. for yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd agree. I'd agree. Like bear let's claw, just trade it now. Bear claw and Ziggler. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I mean Ziggler or Stanek, I think. Yeah. I think that's the choice, isn't it? Zig or Stanek, and then yeah. let's go with a higher velocity guy. I mean, I love Zig submarine style and. But I'm still I'm still pained by that blown save or something against the Braves whenever that was when we we had a ten run lead in the ninth and so out. Okay, so it, it I, I I my heart goes with Ziggler, but he is retired as well, so maybe he isn't a good one for our our our, our, uh, <laughs> our sort of dynasty team. So Stanek is in, so that leaves our pitching rotation and relievers as. Caleb Smith, Pablo Lopez, Sandy Alcantara, Zach Gallen, Jose Urania, Jordan Yamamoto, Nick Anderson, Sergio Romo, Ryan Stanek, uh, Brandon Kinsler, Harlan Garcia, Nick Whitgren, and Sixto Sanchez. I think that looks pretty good. Yeah. That it does. The problem is we've now got 27 players. We've got to lose one. 
So who do you lose out of Real Muto, Bohr, Castro, Anderson, Rojas, Dietrich, Dickerson, Ramirez, Brinson, Chisholm, Bertie, Alfaro, VR, and Cooper? Now, the problem you've got here is needing that back up in position. So catcher, I think you've got to keep Alfaro and Real Muto. First base, you know, uh, Garrett Cooper's got that option of, of playing outfield. The same thing goes with John Bertie. You kind of need him there. So who are we dropping? Is it Brinson? Is my, is my These are the guys I think are worth discussion. Starlin the Marlin is worth discussion because VR is a better player than him. Um, Derek Dietrich is worth consideration. Lewis Brinson naturally is worth consideration or discussion. I think it's those three. It comes down to one of those three that we pull it on. Or Harold Ramirez, I guess. But I'm I'm happy with Harold. I, I think I think Castro's replaceable by VR. And in reality, Brinson and Dietrich are replaceable by other players too. So one of them threes for me, unless you've got any other takers, guys. So Dan, who would you drop? Yeah, I think it's um I think it comes between Brinson and Dietrich. Um uh, yeah, my my head would say to drop Brinson. But my heart overrules it. <laughs> so I, if it's my vote, I, I drop Deets, unfortunately. Lee, where are we? Oh, that sounds hard. Deets. Deets. Child to heaven by the sound of it. <laughs> because it does have the option of playing, you know, in other positions as well. You know, because <laughs> he can play third or second as well. So I'd, I'd still drop, drop Brinson for me. <laughs> he hasn't done enough. To warrant a place on, on my team yet, but I, but I mean, I mean, if Dietrich goes, you know, I, I'd be happy with. I mean, yeah, we're we're just tossing up here, really. Yeah, I think we have to chop Rinson, don't we? Yeah, he, he hasn't I done enough. So. I think he, so. he has. Okay, so that means our final squad is uh, drum roll. We have as a catcher, Real Muto. Uh, with uh, uh, Alfaro as backup. In first base, Justin Bohr, Starling Castro at second, Miggy Rojas at shortstop. Third base is Brian Anderson. Uh, our, our backup players are Garrett Cooper, Jonathan VR, uh, John Bertie, and Chaz Chisholm. Uh, then an outfielder, we have uh, Derek Dietrich, Corey Dickerson, Harold Ramirez. And of course, as our pictures, we have Caleb Smith, Sandy, uh, Pablo uh, Lopez, Sandy Alcantara, Zach Gallen. Jose Urania, Jordan Yamamoto, Nick Anderson, Sergio Romo, Stanek, uh, Kinsler, Gar- Jarlin Garcia, uh, Nick Wickren, and Sixto Sanchez. That sounds like a pretty good team. So two options, two questions here. One, do you think we would get a wildcard position with that squad in the NL East? And the other question I have is there are four other players that slipped through the fingers of uh, of Derek Jeter, and they are Stanton, Yelich, Ozuna, and Gordon. If you had the option of putting them in, would you? We'll start with you, Lee. Uh, three of them, yeah. I mean that that outfield, you know, you know, is changed completely because <laughs> they, they would be be the three out, outfielders for me. But Gordon, no, I feel I'd still rather Castro. I know Gordon was good, you know, a couple of years before that, you know, like 2015, 16 seasons. 
But I'd be happy with Castro over Gordon. You know, he's got more more pop. So, but yeah, I think the out the outfield though, yeah, he's changed completely. Dan, do you agree? Yeah, I I, I agree. Only because I'll be totally honest, I'm not too familiar with Gordon, whereas I know the other three are um yeah are, are fireworks all around. So uh, yeah, the same, same. Pete, do you agree? Oh, this is tricky. <laughs> this is tricky. I mean, Big G hasn't barely played a game in the last three years. We traded, we traded him at the absolute ceiling, and he has just not been on the field ever since. Castro, Castro's outproduced him in in that trade. Castro outproduced him. So I'm, I love Big G, but I'm leaving him off. He's too much of a liability. Uh, health-wise. Um, Jelic, he has to be in. Incredible player. He's kicked on and is much better than he was with the Marlins. So, Jelic is in. I've always had a soft spot for D, mainly because that season when Stanton was going bonkers, it, every time, D would lead off, steal a base, Stanton hit a home run. It was just like clockwork. Every night, 12.30, you tune in, first inning, D get on base, stolen base, didn't need to steal it because Stanton hit a home run. Awesome. Um, but, yeah, Castro probably nicks it just there. Ozuna, the other one? Ozuna's the yeah. other one, right? Yeah, it was Ozuna, yeah. Ah, interesting on Ozuna. Like, he's liked him a lot. Um, hasn't really kicked on since. Um I'm happy with Dickerson. I'd happy. I'll, I'd take a flyer with Dickerson there still. Um, I guess if it came to it though, and we're going, is it Dietrich or is it Ozuna? Then yeah, I'm going to take Ozuna over Dietz. Um, so yeah, I you know mixed bag. I'd say you know looking back on all them trades, um, I think the Marlins did okay out of them. Actually, I think we did okay. Well, that's a discussion for another time, and it's an interesting one. But I think um, I, I think I, I don't. I love Big G. Obviously, saw him hit that grand slam where he broke the scoreboard back in 2012. But his injury concerns are are worrying. To be honest with you, the only one I'd really take is Yelich, um, and, and I wouldn't really drop Dickerson uh, from that squad really. But I think it'd be sort of maybe Yelich over over Dietrich. So, last question before we wrap it up, and it's quick, quick fire answer with that squad. Do we win the NL East, wild card, or miss Lee? Miss Dan. Wild card. Hey. Oh. Miss, but let's do it again in a year when those prospects are on there, and then we'll we'll review. Miss at the moment. So I think the answer to that is if you take all the players that we've had in the Marlins system since Derek Jeter has been here, you still trust the rebuild. Am I right? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thanks. Thanks for all joining us. And thanks, guys, for an entertaining podcast. It was really interesting going through those players. Hope everybody enjoyed that. And uh, everyone, keep safe out there. And uh, we'll see you all soon.